and that's why when trials come around it is so exciting because you've you've worked so hard with such a tight-knit group of boys or men i should say once you come into the trials it's a really it's just so uh enjoyable to yeah and it's it's it can be daunting but if you look at on the flip side it's just you're putting hours of work into one little moment and it's such a it's such a good feeling Hi, welcome back to a new season of Knights HQ Podcast brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineering trades and construction to office administration. My name's Jay Nelson. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Croker. He might be the greatest bloke ever. (laughs) I I think it just has to be said. It has to be thrown out there. Look, I've spent enough time with you, I think, to have that call. Greatest bloke ever. Matt, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Just on our little friendship. So for those listening, it is only me and Jay today. We're going to do a different kind of episode today. We're going to we're going to review the preseason and we're going to preview the trials. Um, but just for how, how are you, mate? You going well, mate? I'm very well, very I, well. I've seen a little something. So for those that don't know, Jay has a company. Um, uh, what would what would you call the company? Uh, the name the, of it's well, a little the, Ruby. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a digital marketing. Oh, uh, it's like a media production. Media thing. production. Yeah. yeah. So like videography and photography and things yeah. like that. So yeah. when Jay come into full time with the Knights, he um he sort of put that on hold a little bit. Mainly yeah. do weddings and stuff like that, event yeah. ceremonies. Uh, but you're back on, mate. Yeah, yeah. We um kind of you know we're still sort of doing a few weddings here and there on the side. Yeah. Um, shout out to my lovely wife Sarah. She kind of deals with all that stuff now because I'm here full time. But um. Yeah, it kind of got to the point where uh, we've kind of got ourselves a little team of people that we sort of trust to do the work yep. when I'm unavailable. So, you know, we thought we might as well just put it out there just saying, yep. look, you know, we're doing enough work now where it's all word of mouth. We, are, we might as well formally put something out there. Yep. So, yeah, we're back doing a few few wedding videos and a few different things. Because yeah. a lot of people might have been listening to us over the last couple of months, but they haven't really... They might not know a lot about us because we're usually the interviewers rather yeah, than correct. the interviewees. <laughs> yeah. So the way me and Jay met was a couple of years ago. I had a podcast with um, one ex-Knights player, um, Connor Watson, <laughs> and a current Knights player, Kalen Ponga. And um, Jay was a good friend of ours and we asked if he would help film and edit them. Um, so this was a couple of years ago now. And um, and then Jay come to the club and, um, and then we both sort of just got thrown into the role of, hey, do you guys want to host the Knights <laughs> podcast? And uh, we got pretty good chemistry, so we thought, oh, stuff it, we may as well. Yeah. It's a good little side gig. We, yeah. have, a, we have a good time behind the mic. But, um, mate, looking looking forward uh, – actually, let's look back for a second. The, the BMAC episode. Yeah. How good? Oh, dude. Like, I said this to you after we finished. I literally forgot we were recording. Yeah. It was, like like, I, it was like we were entrenched in the conversation. Yeah. He can hold a room as good as anyone I've ever seen, I reckon. Yeah. Like, there was a few times where I was, like, slouching over and, like, my mouth was open. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, i got to make sure that we're filming here. I don't want to look like that. Well, I, I sent you a screenshot from the uh, from the video. And those who like watching podcasts as well as listening, you can jump on YouTube. We're on YouTube at the moment. But um, I sent you a screenshot from it. And, yeah. and BMAC was telling a story of me and you were like <laughs> little kids sitting at a candy shop with our eyes massive and uh, our mouths open. It was pretty oh, impressive. So yeah, if you yeah. haven't heard it, go back and have a listen. 100. But now looking forward, Jay, mate, we got the uh, we got our first trial of the year yeah. over the Central Coast against Cronulla Sharks. How excited are you for that? Oh, man. Footy's back. Yeah. You know, if you're a footy fan, this time of year is so good. You know, everyone's 
done the work, they've done the preseason stuff. As you know, Croaks, you know, there's a lot of hard work that goes into you sort of November, December, January months. Um, even around here, you know, you boys, you know, the training regime has started to go into that sort of game style yeah. of, of preparation. Um, and it's just exciting. You know, you're really looking forward. And as you could probably say as well, Croaks, being a part of the playing group, you see the work that you guys put in. And seeing what how you guys transfer that onto the field is always really exciting to see. Yeah, well, that's the thing, you know. Preseasons get they get long and they they are really hard and they're a grind and turning up day after day. And I I think when people look from the outside in, they they might not understand the amount of training that we do go through. Yeah. Um. You know, sometimes people ask me mid November, what have I been up to? I, I yeah. say nothing because <laughs> yeah. I've been training. I, I'm I'm at the center of excellence twenty four seven basically, and they go, oh. You guys train this time of year. I go, yeah, this is our most important yeah. time of the year. Um, and I think people might just think, you might just turn up on Saturday, but I promise you it's not like that. There's there's months and months and hours and hours. There's days when we're in here from 6 in the morning till 6, 6.30 at night, and then back here at 6 in the morning again. And um, and that's why when trials come around, it is so exciting because you've, you've worked so hard with such a tight-knit group of boys, or men, I should say, um, and women are part of all areas of the staff. And once you come into the trials, it's a really, it's just so uh, enjoyable to, yeah. and it's, it's, it can be daunting, but if you look at it on the flip side, it's just, you're putting hours of work into one little moment. And it, yeah. it's such a, it's such a good feeling. Unfortunately, um, personally, I can't play in the trials. I got suspended. Um, I got sent off for 10 in the last 90 seconds of our season last year against yeah. the team we just so happened to verse in the trial this week. And yeah. um, I got hit with a grade three uh, hip drop tackle, careless. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I have to miss both trials, um, Sharks and Parramatta, and I have to miss the first two rounds of the season. So I won't be able to be out there with the boys, but I can tell you from a playing group perspective that everyone is so keen to get out there. We've got a pretty healthy squad, I think. You know, maybe four or five big names are missing, yeah. which is unfortunate. Um, well, I was going to ask you, like, obviously for yourself, you know, you, you're serving a suspension, but, yeah. you know, from obviously, you know, you're in the playing group. So you're, I guess this is literally from the horse's mouth, you know, how are we looking? How how you reckon we're looking going into that trial? I know we have a, a few little injuries here and there yeah. and some guys coming back a bit later, yeah. but, um, you know, obviously that's what the trials are for, yeah. you know, to get them out there, see how it is and, and kind of, you know, it's not going on to your record so you can kind of, you know, see where we're at and go yeah. from there. Well, look, trial matches... You don't need your superstars going out there playing 80 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So, you know, if if you guys do get down to the trial match and you you see someone who uh, you're very excited to play, might only play 20 minutes, that's a, that's a load management, okay? So, like, he's not going out there to – he doesn't have to go out there and flog himself. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. You know, save himself for round one. But, um, but in terms of the squad, mate, very healthy. Uh, a really, really good crew of young fellas yep. that um, uh, I'm very excited to watch because they're very fit. Um, they learn a lot. They come from winning sides um, in the Jersey flag last year. Um, yeah. A lot of those young boys that made it to the grand final unfortunately got beat by a field goal. But uh, uh, just a really good crop of young blokes as well as a bunch of new blokes that I'm excited to see pull on the Knights jerseys for the first time. And um, Yeah, if you haven't got your tickets, uh, make sure you get down there and uh, head down to the Central Coast because it's, uh, it's going to be a really good day. We're coming up against a pretty quality squad uh, yeah. side sorry, who – they finished pretty high last year, and well, you got the. They finished. Um, what did the Sharks finish last year? Second, they and then second. 
Eels made the GF. So exactly. Yeah, two good sides. So two, two good very sides. good sides. Um, there's also a new point system. Yeah, what do you I'll, make of that? What mate, do you make listen, of that? I'm not, I'm not fully across do you it. Re- does anyone really have oh. that in their mind at all? Is it just go out to play footy and that's like a nice thing on the side of it happens? Well, or well, do you well, think anyone's actually going to think about it? Well, like I said before, Jay, you know, you're not – you're not throwing your superstars out there to go into a grueling 80-minute match. Yeah. Um, so there might be times there where you have blokes with less experience and younger fellas. Um, so, look, I'm not fully across the rules. I think it might be uh, – I think the max you can get is like 15 points in a game. I think you get five or something for uh, – I'm not too sure. You get certain points for line breaks and stuff like that. But um, Yeah. I'm not fully across it, mate, but um, – like I said, I can't play on the trials, so my focus <laughs> at the moment is um, get back on the field. Is yeah, is just getting as fit as I possibly can just before um, you know round three comes around, so that yeah. when I do come back in the side, whether that be New South Wales Cup or first grade, yeah. I, I bring the boys a lot of energy. Mate, going into that from a fans' perspective, I've always heard this from players, and this is in you know NRL, NBA, NFL, you name it, whatever sport, high high, you know the elite they always say you can't possibly prepare for a game. A game is just always going to be different. You can be as fit as what you want to be, all that sort of stuff. But until you're in a game situation, that's where it really sort of, all the work that you've done will sort of come out. Because you have to take those first two rounds out and the trials, is there anything you've done particularly to kind of make sure that when you, you know, that round three team, if you're named, you're ready to go. And as soon as you hit that field, even though it is a different situation, you know, everything that you've done is going to help you sort of hit that ground running. And because and the other boys have had two games, you know yep. what I mean? And you're you're straight in. Yeah, well, well, see, that's the thing, Jay, because trials are also a really good way to get your match fit. Yeah. And they, they get you out onto the paddock against blokes that you haven't been training against. And it's a different kind of fitness. Now, you can be as fit as you want during preseason, but I promise you, once you come into the game, it's, hectic, it's a yeah, different yeah. kind of fitness. So my sort of goal over the last couple of weeks and moving forward for the next sort of four or five weeks is to get as – as match fit as I can, yeah. but also be the best teammate I can. So yeah. prepare my teammates uh, for their next two trials and then their first two rounds as best as I possibly can. And that's, that means getting details right, um, being a good offensive player when the boys have a defensive day and then vice versa, being a good defensive player when the boys have an offensive day. Yeah. Um, because, you know, eventually that just that just makes the team better. Mm. Um, if I do my job as best as I can. And then, you know, I don't have to be fresh for the weekend. So if I need to do extra reps rather than, um, you know, rather than one of our middles, say, having to do extra reps, who's playing on the weekend, well, then I'll take his load. That way he's fresh for the weekend yeah. because, I, you know, I'm not playing on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, I can do as much as I need to um, to maybe help another player. Now, I think Jimmy might – Jimmy, have you got uh, – I think he's got the scoring system. Yeah, boys, I've got the point system here for you. So two games – 12 points for a win. 12 points. Six points for a draw. The maximum you can get is 15 points. So the bonus points are five plus tries as a point, five plus line breaks is the point, and 10 plus offloads is a point. Right. And the winner gets 100K in prize money at the end of it. Yeah, right. So it's the winner over two rounds. Yeah. So and there, you get those you points, if win or lose, like offloads and all that sort of stuff? Correct. So you can still get three points if you lose. Okay. Oh, so you get three for a loss. Well, no, well, if you... Oh, right, yeah. right, right, okay. right, right. And, and whoever's got the most points at the end of the two trial games for it's each club gets 100K. Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. Well, wow. there you go. Bit of money involved, though. Eh? Yeah. Money makes go. the world go round, <laughs> as they say. Hey, mate, talking about, you know, you know, and thanks for letting us know about them, mate. You know, what a teammate, you know. If that's, if that's the way you're looking at it, man, that, you know, 
I'd love to play next year. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Um, look, uh, we did sign Lockie Miller we last did. week. He's here um, to add to our uh, spine attack. Um, you know, once uh, sort of K comes back, it's looking like we'll have Brails, K, Jacko, and Lockie in the spine. W- what are your thoughts on that? Oh, mate, he's he's been and a, how's he been around training yeah, so far? He's been a uh, a really good addition. Now he's an older head than what I thought. Um, when we first signed him, I actually thought he was sort of similar to my age, 23, 24, but I looked into it, he's a little bit older. I think he yeah. might be 27 around that 28 mark. You know, he's played rugby sevens. Um, so an older head, bringing an older head into a spine is really good. It brings a lot more confidence and um, a bit more sternier about what he thinks. Um, look, he's a very vocal bloke. He seems very fit. Um, he's always bouncing around um, on the field. Very loud, which is good from your fullback because he instructs you where to go in defence. Um, he's always there and abouts on around the footy, which is good. Um, his support support player is ex- excellent, but he's uh, look, he's fitting really well. You know, he's come in. Uh, he's not shy. He speaks a lot. I think something that we sort of picked up on early on was by day by day two or the end of day one, Lockie ha- had memorized every single person's name in the whole squad. Yeah, wow. Well. It was. Um, I don't know if he researched it before he come here or if he's just a footy nerd. Yeah. Um. But little details like that, I think they matter a lot. 100. Um, and that's just, man, yeah. I'm terrible with names. Yeah. Someone introduces it and I'm like, it's yeah, gone. Blank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, just the way, you know, he was speaking in videos and um, he was mentioning young boys' names and um, just off the dome. It was very impressive because it shows that he cares. this bloke cares yeah. about the club and yeah. he cares about us going well. And um, yeah, it was, it was really, it's really good to have him. He's going to strengthen up our spine and... Um, yeah, I'm excited to see Lockie go because uh, I remember his debut for the Sharks. I think it, I think it might have been up there. Um, might have been against the Titans. Could yeah. have even have been Magic Round, I think. Yeah. And um, mate, he brained him. It yeah. was unbelievable. I think he ran for you know 250 meters. And well, I was gonna say like you know like this day and age, your backs being able to get run meters out of your own end oh, is so hectic. And he's so quick. And he's so low to the ground and yeah. strong that, you know, I think that'll be a real asset for us, you know, coming out of our own end. Yeah, well, he's got that rugby sort of build, you know, a bit more yeah. stockier, um, big sort of trunk, that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, he's, he'll, he'll go really well from it. I'm very excited to see that. Uh, awesome. Oh, Jay, actually, I wonder why you wanted to dodge this question. <laughs> we, we spoke about um, sort of our roles away from um, the nights and the podcast and how we knew each other beforehand. But yeah. something people might not know is... You're a drummer, I, and you're I, not just any mosey drummer <laughs> down the pub, mate. You are a backup drummer. Are you backup or are you first string? Um, but don't be humble. This is no place for humility. Uh, look, if if uh, if I'm available to do what I need to do, I will probably get the call up. Yeah. So Jay is first string drummer for the Wiggles, an ARIA award-winning drummer <laughs> for the Wiggles. Now you played at Falls? Yeah. And don't um, look this, this Mosey drummer down the pub. That's literally what I am. Don't. I just get to play with them, which is lovely, <laughs> mate. Um, yeah, how, no. how'd you get into that, dude? I actually you kept this a secret for like the first <laughs> two years of our friendship, bro. <laughs> <Yeah. mate. laughs> well, I just because you know we're doing the media stuff now. I was like, I want to build the rapport and the respect on what I'm sort of doing around the place rather than that stuff. But um, not that I'm not you know super proud of it. You know, it's it's great to be able to do that. But um, yeah, I actually started with them in 2011, 12-ish, yep. doing the merch. Yeah, yeah, right. So, like, I was just gigging around Newcastle and just kind of doing doing my thing. And I met um, a good friend of mine. She's still a great friend of mine, Claire. Um, she's a part of the Wiggles family. And she sort of said, hey, we need a merch guy. Do you want to come on tour and, 
you know, sell shirts at the shows and stuff. And I had nothing holding me down in Newcastle. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. So I did a few tours just, you know, doing merch and things like that. And then I remember one day um, they were in the studio doing some um, – they were recording an album or doing something. And they needed some drum tracks and sort of someone poked their head around and said, I'm pretty sure Jay plays drums. <laughs> and they're like, hey, do you play? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I play drums. <laughs> I dabble. <laughs> yeah, and then I jumped in and played and it, it all sort of happened from there. And, yeah, so I kind of took a little break um, from like sort of – 16, 17, 18, 19-ish. That's sort of when I started the the media brand and yep. stuff like that. And then since I've come and worked full-time for the nights, I've kind of been able to sort of slot in some gigs and some recording sessions here and there. So, yeah. no, it's What's got, the, what's the favourite gig you've performed at? Um, is it a solo show or is it more a festival? Oh, well, yeah. Well, we did Falls this year, which was pretty crazy. Um, what was your time slot on what day? Well, it changed. Because every festival, like Melbourne and Byron, were pretty close with timings and what, what they did. Yep. Um, but Perth was a little bit different because they had different acts yep. for that um, festival. Um, but yeah, pretty much we were sort of like middle of like late afternoon, sort of coming from day into night, sort of five or six-ish o'clock yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but that was the first time that we'd done it outside of the Wiggles doing their own gigs. Yep. Yep. Who would have uh, thought on Night's <laughs> HQ a Wiggles yarn? That's wow. just the way we do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to jump into a little segment. Uh, it's called Three Gro- Three Goats with Croaks. I always stuff that up. Yeah. And this week is uh, our top three favourite sporting films of all time. So yeah. we'll start at our third. JJ, you can go third. Um, uh, first, sorry. I'm going to, at the three, I'm going to put, um, it's a sleeper in my mind, Draft Day. It uh, stars yep. Kevin Costner. It's about a... Um, He's the GM of the Cleveland Browns and it's about his journey, like their team's not going well and he has to like draft the right players and get them back on track and there's a few different subplots, but one that's not really that popular, you know, not what a go-to sport movie, I yep. suggest everyone go watch it, Draft Day. Heavy, Kevin, heavy Kevin Costner your list, isn't it? There's there's a dual Costa <laughs> in mine. D- double, double cost. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I don't know if I like the the movies or I just like him. But at the moment, yeah, we've got we've got double Costa in my I list. Love it, love it. So I'm gonna, my my number three on my list is uh, a movie called The Fighter. Now it's a movie based on a true story of um, Mickey Ward and his older uh, half brother. I think it might be Dickie Eglin. Um, okay. And it was based on a true story. And Dickie, the older brother, was a boxer who fought Sugar Ray Leonard, um, who sadly turned into a drug addict. Yeah. But then he coaches his younger brother, Mickey Ward, and um, it stars Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale. And Christian Bale. And w- when I think of movies, I think of really good scenes. Yeah. And um, I know this sounds a bit corny, but I talk of uh, – there's a scene and there's a song by White Snake, Here I Go Again. Yeah, yeah. And there's a line, as a drifter, I was born to walk alone. Yeah. And – Oh, I don't want to spoil the movie, but Dickie does a full circle of his life um, through drugs and coaching his brother and in and out of jail and stuff like that. And um, just before Mickey's about to fight, he sort of holds his brother's head to head and the song's on in the background as he's about to walk out and he, he just sort of whispers, you know, as yeah. a drifter, I was born to walk alone. Yeah. And it's a really, really good scene. Really, yeah, really yeah. Im- incredible performance by both actors. Yeah, I love that movie. So go check it out. Yeah, nice. Uh, my number two, I think we're on, is actually my dad's influence. It's, it's close to being my dad's favourite movie, Field of Dreams. That's the second Costner. Double cost. So, back yeah. to back cost. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> um, I don't, it's a pretty famous movie, but if you haven't seen it um, without giving too much away, 
basically it's about a guy who um, builds a baseball field and it's based on a true story. He builds a baseball field out of his corn crop yep. and it almost sends him broke and he builds it because he hears a voice saying, do it. You know, if you, the if famous you, thing is if you build it, it will come, they, they will come. They will come. Um, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. I think it came out in like, it's like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, it so it's been, been around for a while, yeah. but definitely uh, check it out. Mine, um, mine is a slept on uh, sports movie, I believe. And that's goal. I love the sleepers. Yeah. I love the, the ones sleepers. you're not, you don't know anything about and you watch it, It's like, how good love is this? Love the sleepers yeah. because sometimes the, the main ones, they're a bit corny, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas Goal, um, just an incredible move. Bit of a tearjerker. Uh, once again, there's scenes that... So this there. one's called Goal? This one is just called Goal. It's yeah. a soccer movie about yeah. um, a young fellow who moves over to, to Europe and he's just in a completely different environment and you know, makes it in the European League. It's it's, it's really good. that There's a sequel and then there's a third, a trilogy, and they sort of get a bit more rank as they go on. So do as you please, but the first one's a really good film. My uh, number one, I think I've got to give it to Moneyball. Yeah, yeah, it's I a really love cool Moneyball, one. man. It's so good, and like, I love as you said, like some movies get Hollywoodized, and like at the end, the hero always wins, and all that <laughs> sort funny, of stuff. It's funny you say that because I've picked a pretty, <laughs> pretty Hollywood one to finish. <laughs> no. To be honest, but you know what I mean. Like I with do. Moneyball, like the ending without giving it away. Like you know, it isn't the the old. You know, everyone's happy, and you know, yeah. it's a really fairy tale ending, and the fact it's based on a true story, um, the fact that it's based around looking at something differently to how it's been done for the whole duration of the sport you know that would have ruffled a lot of feathers it would you know but to to see that sort of obviously it is a hollywood movie so there would have been some artistic sort of of additions there but uh all in all yeah no moneyball is definitely my goat and number one as i said i might have picked a bit of a (laughs) cliche film but um, as a young Matty Croaks, when he was about 13 years old, every night before he was going <laughs> on footy on a Saturday, he would watch Remember the Titans. Yes. So, um, just can't go wrong, Denzel. There's a young Ryan Gosling in that movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. is he the kicker? No, he... Oh, I think he might be one of the running backs. I can't even remember yeah, now. Yeah. But um, he's a bit of like a quiet role. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a really... Really good film. If you haven't seen it, you've been living yeah. under a rock. So. I, I put out a thing on Instagram. And thanks to everyone that sort of asked, oh, thank told you. us what yeah. their favourite movies were. Actually, we've got some here. Jimmy, go. Yeah, we put out to our Instagram story to send in a few films. So, Lawsy17 writes in Rocky Four. Oh, that is – Have you, you've seen Rocky Four, right? I think so. Drago? They all, they all, oh, yeah, Drago. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, hectic. That's yeah, 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 yeah. That's so what would be your all-time Rocky movie? Four is the best. Awesome. Yeah, and, then four. and then three – Three's with Creed, Clubber Lang, it? yeah. No, oh, no three Lang. is Mr. T. That's a good one. So two is with... Two is, is when he beats Apollo, Apollo Creed. Apollo, yeah, yeah, sweet. One is where he loses the first time. Yeah. Like, one is the classic. One's the classic. One is the classic, but Chase like... Chasing chickens and... Yeah. Like but to, like, peak at the fourth, that's hard to do. That's hard to do, yeah. Normally that's, it's that's, at the downfall, you that's know? That's Harry Potter levels, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there, was a, there was a fifth and sixth, or maybe even a seventh as well. Oh, I'm... There's now yeah, like well now Creed. there's like now three, Michael right, yeah. was there's it Michael three, B Jordan's yeah. Yeah, Apollo yeah. Sun yeah there's heaps there's three Creeds now too yeah but a I, Lewis, yeah a Lewis Cadwell writes in goal yeah um, oh, good man Noah Clayton 08 Coach Carter yeah oh, that's a good one yeah, that is a good that's that's a um, Channing Tatum that's a remember Titans esque yeah. basketball version yeah and Ella Ball writes in another NFL one We Are Marshall. Yes. yes. Oh, there's a great scene. I haven't seen that one. Oh, there's a great scene in We Are Marshall. He's trying to recruit a coach. Yeah. Anyway, the coach is um he's building a little shack with these like wooden boards, right? I'll, I'll probably get this wrong a little bit, but he, he asks, what are the measurements? And he say he goes like five by ten and he goes he goes, nah, they're um 
They're six by fours or something. Anyway, yeah. he offers him the assistant coaching job. And he goes, look, it's less pressure. Da, 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 da. you, you got to watch the scene. I'll, I'll probably muck it up. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he keeps going like, more money, less pressure. Yeah, less work, more rewards, stuff yeah. like that. Anyway, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, as he does in his voice, he goes to leave. He goes, six by fours, eh? Less boards, more coverage. And walks away. It's just a really <laughs> – he just ties the whole scene yeah, together. No. Really, really good film. Yeah, really good and film. And look, we had some um, – because uh, these are all really dramatic movies we're talking about. Oh, yeah. I had some Happy Gilmores, which honor, honourable Blade, mentions. Blades of Glory. Yeah, Blades of Glory. <laughs> honourable mentions, 100%. Well, oi, that's going to do us, I think. Oh, no, no. No, we'll take a quick Tune break. of the week, tune of the week, tune of the week. Um, Go, Croaks. Uh, well, mate, in spite of uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers being in Australia, um, unfortunately I didn't get to go, but – my younger brother went and he said it was really, really enjoyable. I've gone my favourite track by them, which is By The Way. So oh, By The Way classic. by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, yeah, once again, if you don't know that, you've been living under a rock. Actually, that has given me a perfect prompt. So the um, support act for the Chili Peppers is Post Malone. Oh, beautiful. Uh, he's all over TikTok and stuff at the moment. He's been doing a great job. The people that went there said he was awesome. Candy Paint came on a TikTok oh, yeah. and I was like, I remember, how good is that song? Because yeah, yeah. that's not on his albums, hey, it's from like a Fuss and the Furious soundtrack or yeah, something like be, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah, I remember that song. So I'm going to say, tune of the week, Candy Paint, Post Malone, bit old, doesn't matter, still a tune. There you go. Uh, so different little podcast this week, just me and Jay, no guess. A little bit of a preview, bit of a review, bit, bit of this a This might be the first and last <laughs> version of this. <laughs> but um, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, no worries. Well, hey, look, thanks for being here. No, thank you. My man. man. You can subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We post full videos of all these podcasts. You know, hit those bells, subscribe. Every time you get a video, you'll be notified about when we uh, upload things. There's plenty happening around Knights HQ, and the best way to stay up to date with that is on the club's website. And also follow on our social media channels, at NRL Knights. We'd also like to thank Maxwell Recruitment and Training for this episode of the pod. They're our sponsor. They're the reason we're here. Awesome. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on the next one. See you next week, Jay. Maxwell Recruitment and Training provides skilled labour hire and apprenticeships that help build the nation. They are heavy industry specialists serving the region's best manufacturing, mining services, engineering trades, construction work sites and offices. For labour hire, apprenticeships or training, visit www.maxwellrt.com.au.